This is just off point where used socks never touch feet, and it's horrifying if you think about it. We're your hosts, I'm Joe. And I'm Dexter. And today, we delve into some secrets while grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. In our review of the latest Magic the Gathering set, Midnight Hunt, featuring our friend, Chad. Howdy. Okay, so we got a new set of magic, guys. Yeah, this one only came out two months since the last one. It feels like uh, it doesn't feel that long. Yeah, I kind of miss uh, blocks. When blocks? it comes to like this, yeah. When, when oh, blocks, block, oh, yes. Block scheduling, especially because um, the re- how they're doing Innistrad is almost like a mini block in and of itself. Yeah, two sets in a row. Let's back up a bit here. We're talking about Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah, the Magic the Gathering card game. You know, the one where you face off. You are a summoner. I think that's the first thing that they say when you open up a pack. And you are a planeswalker. That's real. You are a planeswalker. Yeah, and you know, you activated my trap card. Yeah. Wrong wrong game, my friend. Yeah, let's go over the rules real quick, Joe. Just so for our viewers that we don't alienate our new viewers who might not know how to play Magic the Gathering. What are they viewing? (laughs) Listening, viewing, perusing, smelling. I don't know, Joe. Um, technology is advancing so much these days. Who knows? All right, so let's explain what they're smelling. Okay, we do. We need to add that to Arena. We need to have smell of vision for Arena, so you can actually smell the packs you open. Uh, oh boy, oh, I don't know if I feel how I feel about that. Unless you play I the mean, black cards, and then you're I like, miss, "What is this?" I lose? miss new pack smell. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, new pack smell. New, mm, mm-hmm. and the feel of foil in your fingers. Okay, so Magic the, uh, Magic the Gathering is this old uh, card game where the object of the game is to play, cast spells. and uh, creatures. Creatures are spells. Mm. Uh, cast spells to eliminate the opponent. Uh, just Each player starts with a life of 20, and uh, your job is to bring them out. In the... I'm good, uh, the colors of Magic is white, black, blue... Red, and uh, that's all that matters. Fine, green, <laughs> so, <laughs> and green, and uh, each r- one has its uh, own uh, has its own uh, discipline. I guess I'll call it. I'll call it that. Identity, it's, it's, uh, uh, identity. Their own identity. Yeah, there you go. Okay, color identities. Um, I'm oh, gonna. They, uh, they, let me correct. They used to. They used to, but now it's kind of like blending. But in the you know, just to talk about like uh, uh, the simplicity of it. Before Blue. you go on, uh, before you go on, you yes. kind of skipped over something. What did I skip each, over? Each card has a set, um, has a color attached to it that you has part of that identity. You didn't mention that the cards have those colors. Oh, okay. Well, some colors are like some th- some things can have more than one color. But regardless, th- talking about like the characteristics, the discipline. What was it called again? Identity. 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 Calling about talking about the identity of each color. I'm gonna start with my favorite, which is blue which is all about control and taking and uh, pretty much well take taking control of the game control or also delving also uh, summoning sometimes they do things with flight yes and then we have um you know what i'm gonna give red to you dexter so black uh is all about power sacrifice and uh overall just uh Trading life, trading life for power. Trading, trading life, life power. for power, yes. Or anything for power, rather. Chad, and if you can bring us white. 
Why do so, you give me the worst one? Because <laughs> I took the red. Or sorry, I took the blue. You could give me green at least. But okay, so white okay. is about uh, white is about order and their basic land type is plain, so you can tell that they're kind of like the wide open. They like uh, you know gathering small armies. Idyllic, yeah, they're a little more idyllic, or you know, and they uh, they're usually more gaining heavy life. focused on gaining life. Small creatures that do a lot of things. Opposite of black people. Yeah. Dexter, I'll give you of, red and green, yes. Yeah. <laughs> red red is the color of freedom and the color of fire. And red likes to do things hard and fast. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that just peters out. Direct um, damage, baby. Exactly. Sometimes it's a fireball to the face or a lightning bolt. Sometimes it's sacrificing things at the end of your turn because you just went to ham with the haste. Um and then green is the color of growth, the color of ram, the color of big, chunky boy. Yeah. Seven, seven. Okay, um, so that's green. <laughs> <laughs> but also green's the is about fetching lands and getting um, just ramping up your deck to get the big boys out. Growth. As quick as you can. You know what? Uh, just real quick, I think the greenest card that I know and actually enjoy is Naturalize. Fair enough, because yeah. it's also the controlly part of green. Yeah, of course, I'm all about removal. Destroy target, artifact, or enchantment. Anyway, so we do have kinds of cards, but we're not going to go all the way through. All I know, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. but the basic stuff is, you do have creatures, you do have artifacts, which are items that aid you in your fight against whatever it is that you're fighting. Those um, are colorless. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, yeah. Most of the time. Uh, and then we have enchantments, which pretty much change the rules of the field, the battlefield, or the game. Or um, the auras, which attach to a creature. That's an And then we have Dexter's favorite types of cards, which are creatures that are in your employ to bash people in the face. Uh, or do other things. Or do other things. And then there are instants and sorceries, which is overall Spells. casting an effect at a limited for 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 a limited period uh each player takes turns and they try to you know pretty much just bash each destroy other. Each think, other. yeah destroy each other and then you know uh funny thing is you reduce the opponent to zero you win and sometimes you reduce the opponent to zero and you still are not winning <laughs> um other ways to win are decking somebody out there are alternate win conditions yes yeah. or if a card says so Several There's... cards allow for alternate win conditions, including one in this set alone. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, I gotta hear about that. Poison, but that's like so far removed. Okay, so very tied to the game is that aside from the, 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 the dueling part between other people, is that we have a story. Even though we have an established one, we are discussing Midnight Hunt. Which what is, is the this about? Set. Yeah, so the original this is the, the the plane that this takes place on is Innistrad, which players were first introduced to in about 2011, I'd say. Um, and this is the Almost third time. There's yeah, this is the third time third that trip, um, yeah. third trip back to Innistrad. It's a gothic horror plane where the this guy that by the name of Soren, a vampire, created um, an angel to kind of watch over the dominion of people to make sure that there was balance in the world. Okay, that, so for a quick context though. You yeah, said yeah. that this place starts off in Innistrad. Innistrad is the name of the world. Imagine Innistrad as a, a plane. Yes. Well, you know, uh, a plane of existence. 
Um, and so imagine Innistrad as another Earth. So it's a different dimension. And, uh, you know, there are other planes. This particular set, when um, Magic releases um, a set, it usually takes place in one particular plane. And then in this plane, this is Innistrad. And you guys said that it's been our third time, right? Third trip. Correct. This is the... One, third, two, well, third three, set featuring it, yes. One, two, three, four, five, six. This is the seventh set, if memory serves, featuring Innistrad. Yes, because I'm pretty sure the other one was a full set. Yeah, yeah I think so too. But in any case, um, so the plane is all of, uh, features a lot of elements of Gothic horror. You got your vampires, zombies, werewolves, uh, warlocks, uh, witches. Sounds appropriate other... for Spooktober, huh? Exactly why we decided to do it this month. Oh. Um Ooh, I know. I try to plan things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, yeah. So the 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 whole thing is uh, once upon a time there was this the the one of the guys that um, took control of the plane, a guy named Soren, created an angel because planeswalkers, the people that we portray as characters in the game, uh, were able to create life itself, and he created this angel to watch over the the land. But the angel got corrupted by this evil force that was like you know she was trapped with. And she started to um, pretty much go all Ultron on uh, the people of Innistrad. So he had to kill her. And now the people are scared because this thing that was once protecting them is no longer there. And now all the creepy crawly things at night are coming to get him. Not and even so, that some of them have still been corrupted by... The thing that corrupted the angel. Yes. Because that's still part of the moon. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty complex, but there's this corrupting force in the moon that's causing everything to get a little haywire. Okay, so what's going on now in this in this uh, chapter, this the midnight the chapter of Midnight Hunt in Innistrad? Well, the people are restless. The people are trying to find alternative ways to protect themselves, and they've gone to ancient, older magic. Um, whereas the old set was, like I said, um, more gothic horror. This is more like your. 1970s 1980s uh wicker man where they're going to uh not i wouldn't say eldritch beans but like old magic like the old gods to try to delve for some power and they're like resorting to witchcraft and wizardry to kind of evoke the spirits to protect them yeah because uh something has been there's a there's a f big forest on this uh, plane called kessig and that's where the werewolves normally live and they're kind of getting the werewolves are are being very restless and they're they're striking out more than they used to not only that but the the sun the hours of the sun are um starting to shrink almost as if it's eternal night yeah about that there's this one fucking card that's really annoying but we'll get to that later yeah and so um one of the one of the planeswalkers um uh, by the name of arlen morin i believe her name is she is a werewolf but she's one of the quote-unquote good werewolves and she's asked for the assistance of the what's known as Gatewatch. A set Wait, so of... she's a good girl? She's the best girl? What? I, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> she's a werewolf! She's the best girl. In any case, um, Arlen <laughs> is asking for the assistance of the Gatewatch. Uh, a set of planeswalkers from other planes that have come together. They're kind of like the, um, uh, the team that's trying to clean up after the mess of everybody else. They are the current Avengers in this set. They are the Avengers. Yeah, there we go. I was going to say Power Rangers, but Avengers is more apt. I mean, Power Rangers work because, you know, 
colors. They're all multicolored, yeah. Except there's no pink. There's no yellow. Yellow is white, kind of. The blue ranger is a green ranger. The blue oh. ranger, green ranger, red ranger. Okay, yeah. well, Black anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, Tell us about the, the plot. I have been, Joe. Oh, yeah, have you? <laughs> so the gate watch has come in to try to stop the stop the sun from setting um, and making this eternal midnight that's happening right now. Um, and all sorts of other things are happening at the same time. There's this weird dryad that has come back to kind of uh, named Ren. And she's um, on the plane as well. And there's a lot of other, like, you know, dark forces in Innistrad, the vampires and the werewolves that are trying to um, um, take control after this a power gap has been left by. The but is there a power struggle between the wolves and the vampires? Not uh, really? Not, yeah, I was going to say not really. The, the, the werewolves are just kind of more. Most uh, of the toward... vampires are gone still. Yeah, because they, they kind of went. Um, their their um, hour of reckoning happened um, in the last set that we were in. If memory serves. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what's her name? Um, Olivia. Na- na- no, Nahiri. Oh yeah, Nahiri. Nahiri. Wi- Nahiri wiped them all out. Another planeswalker named Nahiri. She was pissed at Sorn. Yeah, wiped out. Most oh, of the it vampires. was a lovers' quarrel, wasn't it? No. no. No, not lovers. No, not lovers. They've never been lovers. Really? Not even now, close. Nahiri was mad that Soren didn't help with. Uh, yeah, yeah. The um, the uh, the Ugin Zendikar. thing, the Zendikar thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. Yeah. He he bitched out for some reason because of Innistrad. Because of Innistrad, he he, he bitched out because he found out that there were issues happening with Innistrad. So he kind of yeah. left. So he left his other planeswalker high and dry, and so she wanted vengeance, as she is her color of red, and she killed a majority of the vampires. And trapped Soren, kind of like how she was trapped by him year, ages ago. Mm, but that's, that's a that's a, that, but on. that's what set that's what set off Avison. That's yeah, we're going way too deep into the lore. But <laughs> all, all, long story short, all threads. Were, yeah, long story short, weird shit's going on with the moon. Um, werewolves are restless. The Power Rangers have come in to save the day, but they're kind of like a little bit unsure of what's going on too. And there's a looming threat that Soren is going to come back, but that is happening in next set because he's the feature art card of the next set after this one, Crimson Vow. Hmm, the return of the vampies. Yes, nice. They all glow under the sun, like they they sparkle. Like yeah, but first we got to go through Team Jacob um, with all the furries. That's uh, right. It's Team Jacobs in the in this uh, in this set. Nothing but. But sniffing dogs. <laughs> All right. Speaking and the of goodest which, girl. <laughs> speaking of, should we probably go over some of these cards, Joe? Some of the should we have Chad do um his little segment? Oh or? yeah, we're going to do Chad's picks because usually, if you guys have listened to our past uh, podcast, we had uh, Chris, but he's too busy right now. Something is amiss at the Circle K, and Chris is in need. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Okay, so Chad, what cards do you have for us? I have a couple actually, but first I have a question for you guys. I want to see how much you guys know me. I want to know what do you guys think is my favorite card from this set? What? I haven't looked at everything. Yeah, I will tell you. But but I will I, look I, into myself. I will tell you. We talked about it in in our pre uh, pre episode discussion. You guys mentioned it. Okay, so I'm right. This so is it's also cards you know about. I know yes. you know about it. Is first it of fire because uh, of fire. First, first of all, Chad is uh, a blue me and Chad are, are like a like a you know the 
cut from the same fucking whatever cloth. you call it cloth yes. yes and so when i saw this card i'm like <laughs> i want to play it uh one of our buddies walter was the first person to show me this card like joe take a look at this and i'm like oh so i'm gonna guess it's this it is a blue card to the cast creature a one four one three i think and it is called triskadecophile did i say that right that is my, is that right. is actually my second favorite card but oh my god okay so it's burned down the house i guess nope <laughs> no then oh definitely not I, red i mean I, I i i it is not blue i will tell you that much but it is strangely okay. enough it is not a blue card for me but okay so mm, must be a planeswalker and i don't know red and seven it is, is it? it is it is currently on screen oh it's gone it's gone Nope. The Meat Hook Massacre? <laughs> yes, that is 100% my Massacre. Everything oh, about that card I love. That, I love is, that is actually I second. The, I love the art. I love everything about this card. Okay, so I guess this is the first thing that we're going to feature. Meat Hook Massacre. Uh, I'll, do, I'll do the honors for the first, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take it over from there. We'll take it over from there. So, Meat Hook Massacre is a black card. It is... Uh, mana cost X, black, black. It's a legendary enchantment, which makes it kind of weak, but it has to be because what it does is when the Meat Hook Massacre enters the battlefield, each creature gets minus X, minus X until end of turn. Whenever a creature you control dies, each opponent loses one life. Whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, you gain one life. Now, artwork, we're looking at uh, uh, the somewhere off-center is a hand, uh, a severed hand, uh, with a, uh, on a meat hook. And then behind him is this really big-looking dude wearing an apron trying to chop something. It's Leatherface. Probably Leatherface. It's pretty much the, ma the, M the Magic of the Gathering version of Leatherface. All right, Chad. Why do you love this card so much? First off, the first thing I love, it doesn't even have to have any flavor text. You know exactly what the hell is going on just by the artwork. The artwork is just superb. Like, is, I mean, in a gross way, it is with, gorgeous. With the name, you know exactly what's going on. Like, and what it's referencing. No question. Yeah. Like, uh, plus, just I love the effect. I love sweepers, especially variable sweepers. Oh, yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> Dexter, stop rolling your eyes. <laughs> no, I plus, like. I, I'm a plus, fan of this too. This this card is great if you if like token decks. You can you can not only that do you get exactly to wipe everything, you get effects from wiping everything. You, I kind of like clear their board. You can kill them by just producing a bunch of little one ones, dropping this, and you can kill your opponent. It's an alternate win condition essentially. To be honest, Joe, when I saw this card, I was thinking of the the the, the maggot deck or whatever the little worm deck that you had talked about. The pests. A few, the pests. Yep. A few sets back. And how it synergizes so well off of this card. Oh yes, it does. It works great in historic because there's like the squirrels now. You can just Ooh, yeah, that's right. squirrels. Oh yeah, so any deck that can create like a uh, a little mini army of like weenies, and just you know chop up all the weenies and like you know yeah. send them and off for three to, mana, like, three 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 mana. All those weenies have become death to your opponent. Well, your going opponent, back to you. going back to uh, Strixhaven, just the card where all your tokens get. Plus one plus one, and I think that's pretty dope. <laughs> I'm gonna well, wipe. 
it's almost there's almost some anti synergy there because no 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 not not quite because the other thing that 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 card does and I forget the name of it is that whenever a non token creature dies you create one in its place oh yeah okay yeah. So it, <laughs> I still think there's a slight bit of anti synergy but you know um, hey it's it's still some good it's some good shit I I agree it's some it's good a shit. very strong card. Yes, right, so strangely enough, my favorite card is not blue. <laughs> it happens. That's okay, black. It's still like so close to it. Yes, Grixies. I haven't seen anything. Well, actually, there's like some fun. All cards, right, though. so now now Joe is close. My probably my well tied for my second favorite card is Trisk a Decafile. Decafile. Okay, um, Dexter, you read this because you hate sure. it. <laughs> You th- you say this, Joe, but I actually don't mind blue. I I like playing Simic. Uh, Triskaidekaphile yeah. is one is a creature, human wizard. It's one colorless, one blue, um, rare, and it has the following effect: you have no maximum hand size. Because normally in Magic, you have a maximum hand size of is it seven. Seven? Yes. seven at the end seven. of your turn. Seven at the end of your turn. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you have exactly thirteen cards in your hand, you win the game. And as an added bonus, this card has uh, pay three colorless, uh, one blue, and draw a card. It's got one health, one one um, power. I think power and three toughness. Um, now, <laughs> it's an alternate win condition. Okay, yes. it is the only win condition. Now I, I know Chad, you, you got something to say, but no, I want to I want to I want to emphasize on one simple thing: three colorless, one blue, draw a card. These days, blue requires you to fucking discard something. This does not let you discard not, anything. Not having and, to loot is great. Well, why does that would be completely anti to what it wants to have to loot. Exactly, exactly. It's trying to build no. a giant hand. Go on. All right. Well, first we got to talk. This card has two the arts. Art. Which, two arts. Both of them are great. Mm-hmm. But the alternate uh, full barter art is pretty amazing. It's a uh, kind of greasy looking uh, lady. With some uh, really interesting uh, parts to her body, but she's standing around a clock that's got like hands that have been cut off with missing fingers and attached to this wall. It's just it's just so creepy and fun. And they're supposed to be like the hands of a clock. I think they're like oh, yeah. well, the numbers of the hands of the clock. Like there's one with three up. I think that's supposed to be three, and then there's one with uh, two, but it's not two. It looks like it's more like twelve. It's, it's doing it's- that uh, that that's that sign. Yeah, the rock like the, sign. Huh? The rock sign, yeah. And so the other art's a little more plain. It's just a really weird looking wizard lady holding the what is she holding? I don't know. Another I don't hand. Know. Another, I think it's another hand. another hand. It's another hand. It's a jar, it's a jar of hands. Yes. Uh but okay, so so back to the card itself. One, um, each of the Innistrad sets has featured something that features the, the number 13. So it's fun to have that come back again. Kind of like what's gonna happen next week, but we'll get to that later. Um, huh. And then, so the other fun thing, I just like alternate win conditions. Uh, this one's a little hard to pull off, obviously, because it's a one-three creature. She's pretty fragile. I feel like you have to set up the win condition and then play the creature. Hey, man, if I can turns. play, if I can play um, Xanathar in a deck, I can play Triska Decafile in a deck. Yeah, she dies to a lot more things that are in standard right now, but yeah, you know, she that's that's the old thing. It dies to removal. Okay, well, then we can never play Magic if everything dies to removal. So what? Could have some fun somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! When I saw the first, uh, when I saw the first uh, 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 ability that it did, 
I mean, there are other better things, but this one, when I saw this one, I'm like, oh, look at these hands. <laughs> no, plus, plus, we have other good things. We have wizard class in, in the format. Yes, oh, wizard yeah. class, Asset. one to cast. That's all you need. So we have more card draw built in. You know, it's just a lot of fun. And okay. as it is, I know that, Joe, you had a mono blue deck that, uh, although it wasn't draw heavy, because it was it was mill heavy. Can you, can you go back down real quick? Yeah, sure. Does it have uh, the... Uh... For, for, the, for those listening, um, we're currently yeah. looking at the cards all as one, because we're weird like that. Uh, you know, also, you should do the... Uh, the uh... Oh my! Uh, the uh, flavor text on Triska Decafile is great too. The oh, one is that it? Does, the, the one that does have it. Oh, I'll know. read it. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's always willing to lend a hand. It just won't be her own. <laughs> and and the, the lady in the the standard art reminds me a little bit of a mad cross between Cruella Deville and uh, Yzma from uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yes. Oh. Especially that laugh. It just like. It's got like that that grin, that Disney villainous, like you know, (laughs) pull the lever off the head. What a nerd. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yes. What's your next card? So my tied for my second favorite card, still blue, because of course. Of course. Memory Deluge. Memory Deluge. Okay. Okay. So Memory Deluge is a two colorless blue blue. It's an instant. Look at the top X cards of your library, where X is the amount of mana spent to cast the spell. Put two of them into your hand, the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Flashback. You can cast this from your graveyard for its flashback cost. Five colorless, blue, blue. The fact that it's an instant makes it. It's got a bigger flashback that's going to have a bigger effect. Yeah, makes me makes me want to change my underwear. Yes, this I love this card. But I'll just I, soak I, in know, it. <laughs> it's automatically, I, it, you know, for the the current um, current design space loves the four four mana instance, draw two cards. You know, we've had a uh, scry two draw two. I think this is still better than that. You know, two energy draw two. You know, this is the the new design space for drawing cards in blue has been lately four mana instant. I think this is the best of all of them so far, not only because of the flashback having a better effect, but just being able to look at four cards and take your pick. Or seven cards. Well, even just the basic one, still just four cards, even at that four card. Do you you even play control if you don't even get to seven mana? Of, Of all the, yeah, of all the four mana cost instant draw spells, this is by far the best draw two so far. Yeah, I've and seen this in play. Add in the bonus of being able to look at seven draw two is still great at instant speed. So you can do it. You know, it doesn't cost you anything if you you know do it at someone else's turn when you get to seven mana. That artwork is kind of metal, though. Dexter, what do you think of this? This shit. It man? reminds me of a Salvador Dali painting, to be honest with you. A what? He's the oh, dude that uh, has oh, the... the the melting clocks. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay, yeah, but wow. there is no clock in this one. You see, like, an image of, like, someone's memory as a child, and... Yeah, it uh, reminds me of the art from, um... Oh, shit, uh, now that I'm flood, looking flood, at flood, it... Flood of, flood of Recollections. Yeah, so from, uh, pretty much from what, from what I can gather in this image, uh, it was 
the the mom and a child. The child dies and she buries her, and, and then she comes back vampire. as a vampire and she or has to it, kill her. Is a vampire like, yeah. cool? But either way, yeah. Well, then, regardless, and, and, and the mother is literally crying out all her memories of this. Yeah, that that is pretty metal, dark, and yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna play with this card. Yes, that is my favorite. Uh, my favorite straight up blue instant spell. By so far. you so far you've given me two blue colors and one black. Even though the black card is their number one, you still have two blues in your list. Well, what else you fair, got from me? I'm, well, I just want to pause for a brief moment okay. for Chad's picks. Yes, and just to say, I love the look of this this card right here as we pass through. Oh, Gorex the tomb shell. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Gorix the Tomb Shell. Let's just talk just, about it real quick. Gorix the Tomb Shell is a I legendary. I just want to look at like I just love the artwork. <laughs> I, I love it too. I've been looking at that. Okay, so Gorix the Tomb Shell is a six colorless black black. It's a it's a legendary creature. It is a zombie turtle, but this turtle is fucking huge based on the artwork, and it's got a f it's carrying a goddamn building on its back. Not only a building, I think it's it's a church on its no, back. No, it's it's the tomb. Um, no, it's the tomb. It's oh my god, it's a card. Um, it's the card that exiles a uh, library or exiles a graveyard. Oh, it's the crypt. Uh, yeah, crypt. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called. It's it's. I don't know if it's in the set, but it's definitely it's that. Yeah. No, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tormund's crypt. There yes, you go. It's Tormund's crypt. crypt on its back. Okay, that's yeah, oh, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it is from the original Innistrad. Yeah, as an additional cost of the spell, you may exile any number of creature cards from your graveyard. The spell costs two less to cast for each card exiled this way. Wow. Uh, Death Touch. Uh, whenever Gorix the Tomb Shell attacks or dies, choose a card at random, exile with Gorix, and put that card into its owner's hand. Holy crap! Okay, so it is a six, seven, eight to cast, and it's only a four-four. Easily removable, but still. <laughs> but also easily being able to cast it for two cheap. Black. Yeah, yeah. Even even after multiple dyings. This is true. Because it is a commander, so. Oh yeah. I mean, it's oh, in the commander, commander set. It's in the commander set, so. Oh. oh. So that's what that logo is. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, those are the commander cards. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Um, next pick. Next pick. Oh, yeah. Do you do you want the last blue card or not? It's up to you, dude. Is well, your, let's this just your go choice. with it because it's too good. Siphon Insight. Is this a blue card? You said. Oh, it's uh, a multicolored card. It's a black a blue. It is black a gold. Card. It is funny how you say that. It's like, well, it's all in black and blue. The last two cards are green, at least. Uh -huh. I know you want to talk about a red card, so. <laughs> I I, I do. do your, I will. I, I will give one. I do oh, love that red card too, so I was going to give it to you though. I, I see a special that. mention, Dexter. We need to talk about this card of it. Later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun Okay, one. so um, the card is called. Um, what's it called? Uh, Siphon, uh, Siphon, Insight. Siphon Insight. Siphon Insight is a, uh, a blue black instant. Uh, it is a rare. Go on, Chad. It is an instant. It says look at the top, car uh, top two cards of target opponent's library. Exile one of them face down and put the other on the bottom of your li uh, that library. You may look at and play the exiled card for as long as it remains exiled, and you may spend mana as though it was any mana of any color to cast that spell. I read that terribly. Sorry. It also <laughs> has funny. flashback, though, for one colorless, a blue, and a black. So this card is great because you get to literally play your opponent's deck. You get to look at just... First of all... <laughs> 
the greatest thing about this this card that was great but the but the no the greatest thing about this card is that it's two to cast yeah and it's an instant and it has flashback. And it has flashback and, for and three. Three casts. So you yeah. can cast, you can cast, if you have four of them in your deck, you can cast them eight times in a game. Yeah. <laughs> With no special hit hoops to cast them eight times. Okay, so what's so great about this? You were saying. Well, one, okay, so what, a couple of things are great. Well, one, the art's funny, because you can tell she's clearly uh, uh, getting some people drunk and uh, some, siphoning her insights from drunk people. She's, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, they're drunk and they were also know. blood sucked. Okay, this one was a vampire. Yeah, this one was a vampire. Yeah, sure. Yes. You can clearly see the bite marks in the neck. And she, you can see they're like pirates or something she stole because they got a big uh, uh, wheel, um, pirate wheel, like on the wall behind her. Pirate she also wheel, tied up, like pirate. bar. Helm, it's the helm. Helm, there we go. Helm, thank you. I, I oh god, I'm 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 fucking writing a story about pirates and I can't even remember what the fuck this thing is called. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, that's, that is the hell. All right. So then the next best thing is the way they worded it, because you may look at and play the exiled card for as long as it remains exiled. And um, for those who don't know magic that great, play is a very important word because it's not casting. Means, casting is a special term that means you can't, you don't cast lands, you play lands. Um, so this means if you happen to hit two lands with this card, you can still at least play your opponent's land. Uh, so you don't ever miss, you can't ever whiff entirely with this card, which is nice, because anytime it says you may cast that spell, you could whiff if you hit two lands. Um, but then just being able to beat your opponent down with their deck is just, uh, uh, I just love it. I love it so much. Well, real quick, though, if you've already put down a land, that means you can't play the land. Right, but this says as long as it's exiled. Exiled. So oh, the yeah, next turn, right. you keep so it. The next turn, you could play it. You could play your opponent's lands on your turn. Yeah, give oh, me that then of the bugbear, you piece of shit. Call <laughs> of the storm giants. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. yeah, I love but that. So one. yes, I love this. I love that you can do it eight times minimum. There's also another card that lets you copy spells, so you could do it more times if you wanted to. There's that... in in this in this in this standard setting. There's so many copy spells; it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, but this one's a... this one's really great. It has no limitations. You just passed it. Has no limitations on how many, what it can cast. It just copies everything. And is that is that your last pick? No, I was just okay. it just happened to be on screen when he was talking about it. Okay, well, tell me about your last pick. Uh, well, actually, I had two, but uh, let's go with uh, uh let's go with Ren Seven because that's the that's the fun one. Well, oh, this should come with this should come with a story. Who is Ren and who is Seven? Who well, are they? Ren. Ren is a planeswalking dryad. I don't know what plane from. I was going that deep uh, into the lore. Yeah, we didn't go that deep into the lore, but Ren is she oh. is a dryad, um, and she has to be grafted onto a tree. In order and to seven survive. is her seventh host, her third one from Innistrad, because Keswick has really good trees to graft with. So, but there's a whole lot of Teferi lore stuff that goes into seven, but either way. Seven is her tree host, and they're friends. They're not just like it's not just a tool to her end. She's actually loves her tree hosts. Um, it's a but, symbiotic so, relationship, not a pair. Red and seven is three colorless and two green. It is a legendary planeswalker of the red type, uh, mythic, obviously. Um, plus one, reveal the top four cards of your library. Put all land cards revealed this way into your hand, and all uh, and the rest of the cards into your graveyard. 
So up to draw four, which is pretty great. Uh, zero loyalty. Put any number of land cards from your hand onto the battlefield tapped. <laughs> Negative three. Create a green tree folk creature with reach that has this creature's power and toughness are equal to the number of lands you control. And as the coup d'etat, minus eight. Return all permanent cards from your graveyard to your hand. You get an emblem with you have no maximum hand size. Not the greatest negative eight, but no, but those uh, other things starts, are starts with loyalty of five. But uh, this is a really well designed planeswalker. Not too OP, but still really strong. Good balance. Very yes, because they've been going overboard with the OP ness lately on on planeswalkers. Uh, you Oko. Yeah, well, Oko. <laughs> Five mana Tef, three mana Tef. Just oh, a fairy yeah. in general. Although this fairy is fairly. This fairy is very balanced, yes. Um, but this card is is really nice. That it, well, one the art's really cool too. It's mm -hmm. very pretty art because it's very clearly a tree and then the dryad. Um, but like in landfall decks that are still a thing, um, you know, you you have you can get way uh, a whole lot of landfall. There's a reason why this card's a little broken right now. With uh, Scoot, uh, Scoot Storm. Uh, it's a good Scoot, swarm. Scoot Swarm. Because you can just drop like five lands in one turn if you have them in your hand with Ren and Seven. It's just, and that's five triggers. And then I cast Burn Down the House. Other. Well, yeah. We but. didn't start the fire. Uh, but yeah, so I think this is a really well balanced, well made Planeswalker that should see play in any ramp deck from now until it rotates out. Okay. Um, I think that's a that's a good gist of this set, but I want to talk about like Dexter's uh, Dexter. I'll give you two cards. Two cards. Yes, um, I'm giving you two cards now. If you, you know whether it's my flavor or whatever the hell, tell me about it. All right, the first card I gotta go with, um, and I only, I, I gotta I gotta have some sort of green in here other than the one we already had. Um, about uh, Storm the Festival. That's no. a good one. Um, honestly, Joe, I want to go with a little bit more flavor. Um, where is that green card I was looking for? Encounter part. <laughs> so, uh, well, it's going to be a werewolf, isn't it? Well, yeah, I was going to talk about my first deck I ever built with flavor was. By the was way, werewolf. Dexter, we could we could read it just fine earlier. You just Pretty decided to zoom in. Oh, okay. Yes, we can read this easily. You know, I'm having an issue right now. I can't find any of the double face cards. Here they are. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> You're looking for a double face card. Okay. Yeah, because we haven't talked about this major mechanic in Innistrad. Ah, uh, Daybreak and Nightbound, night, uh, Nightbound and Daybound. I think this is a much better version of the original transform mechanic that we um that ha we had before. So I'm not going to talk about one uh, werewolf. I'm going to just talk about the werewolves in general because they are the quintessential um things in. They are the feature, right and we had <laughs> Chad did not pick a single one. <laughs> yeah, so they've never been my favorite. I'm sorry. No, that's fine, <laughs> and I, I I that's 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 why I wanted to talk about them. But the thing about werewolves that I always thought was cool is that they they have a lot of different creature types going on. They are humans, first and foremost, and they all have their own each individual effect. Usually a fairly decent one. So, um, um, for instance, stuff like Reach or stuff like Ward 1, Trample. And then the, if, the, if they come out at night when the freaks come out, they just get all these other untamed abilities that just 
push them through the roof. Like, oh, they're now instead of one creature getting trampled, all your werewolves get trampled. Instead of one person getting ward, all your creatures get ward three or something like that. And instead of you getting reach, um, it just becomes a beefier person with reach. Could it be because wolves hunt in packs? Packs, yeah. Um, and you Could know, it be uh, because we also open pa- Okay, that's a reach. That was a reach. <laughs> Um, the original mechanic was actually fairly counterable because all it was is if somebody plays two cards, um, then they immediately transform back into their human form at the end of the turn. Oh, cast two spells. Cast two spells, yeah. Now, we have this whole day, uh, day bound and night bound mechanic, which I actually love. If Chad, can you talk a little bit about the day bound and night bound mechanic, please? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same kind of thing as it was really a little different and there's a key and a key part of it and i'll explain if i'm getting understanding right well i don't really i actually haven't really i thought it was just the same i really haven't looked into it i can go over the basic one and then you can tell me where it's changed sure so the basic mechanic was if a player doesn't cast a spell on their turn anyone any werewolf that was not well essentially in this case day bound becomes night bound they flip over to their their alternate side then if any player casts two spells in a single turn at the end of the turn, they flip back over to their day side, their original side. So here's the thing. There's now mechanic is a day or night, meaning that when the creature, when it, when the creature turns to day or night, every creature flips. So if, and if it's already night, you don't play them as day. You play them already out as night. Okay. So that's the difference. Okay. That's a major yep. difference. Yeah. Cause it makes them a little, at least a little bit faster. Well, the thing is, uh, once you play a card that actually plays on night and day, then uh, the entire game has to be uh, um, has to, the entire game changes because now you have to keep track whether it's night na- whether it's daytime or nighttime. I think they even made tokens for they that. Made, for they yes, they did. They did make tokens for it. Yes. So, what's your card, Dex? Can't find it. No, I told you. I, I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not picking one particular card. Oh, I'm you're picking. You're picking the feature of this. The feature. One. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, Night if I was to pick one bound. card, it would probably be Arlen because she's the one that's lore-wise. She's pretty cool. She's the, uh, the goodest one girl. The goodest girl. She's actually and trying to. Dude, I hate this card with a she's with a, a, a. She's a pretty hot wolf too. Yeah, but if you're into that, <laughs> if you're into that, but. Dude, I hate this card. The flip card turns her, and I don't want to break the card down, but the flip card zero is suddenly a a really angry green red uh, fucking Gideon. Until end of turn, it is a five five werewolf creature with trample, indestructible, and haste. Oh, I love that feature. She's what just, the fuck? <laughs> she's the angry shit. werewolf Gideon. I. I pit, I got pissed off because I saw because I saw it in play and I'm like fuck this and she's card. indestructible. Yeah. Yes. And Probably guess what? Really- I was playing white and I didn't have all my remove. I didn't have the removal for it. That just like oh, sad, gra- day. Oh, sad sad day. Okay. Um well I have like two special mentions that I want to talk about and uh this one is not a flip card. Okay. Um, it is a red, one colorless red. Uh, it is uh, uh, uncommon at best. Okay, and it's simple. It's a two to cast two two. It's uh, this uh, obsessive astronomer is what it's called, and when it uh, uh, it triggers day or night. So when it comes to the field, it is day, and um, every time 
night become uh, day becomes night or night becomes day, you may at at the beginning of the upkeep you may discard two cards and you may draw you may draw cards. I'm hearing that you you may draw cards. Um, you may draw cards equal to the amount of that you discarded. And as you guys know, I'm a big fan of Bag of Holding at the moment, so whatever I discard, I get to keep eventually. Um, that is one. The other one that I would like to talk about is a um, artifact card. The artifact card is has a simple ability, and Dexter, you would love this one. It's called the Celestus. It's a three colorless, colorless artifact. Legendary artifact. If it's neither day or night, it becomes day as Celestus enters the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Tap, add one mana of any color. Three, tap. If it's night, it becomes day. Otherwise, it becomes night. Activate only as a sorcery. Whenever day beca- becomes night or night becomes day, you gain one life. You may draw a card. If you do, discard a card. That is crazy because if you have a shit ton of things that trigger on day and night, dude, you could on on the enemy's turn you can have like face cards of all your little humans, and then on your turn you flip it and you're swinging for fours and fives. It's true. It it turns it makes werewolves. Um, I think it's much better than the uh, enchantment that was um that that um in the original Innistrad that made all werewolves like stay werewolves. Can't remember what it's called right now, but uh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a much better version of that. Yes. Anyway, so these are the cards that I think that we find very interesting in this set. Um, I'd like to point out that I chose an uncommon card. <laughs> <laughs> and Dexter chose a, chose a feature, which is I think is cheating, but that's okay. Um, I mean, we didn't talk about the flip mechanic at all, and it was like the big thing when the original Innistrad came out. This is true. This is true. Okay, so looking at this, uh, Chad, you play Commander still, sort of, when you can, right? Yeah, I tried to. Okay, so like, just in an over, in an overview, is there something in this set that can change Commander, or maybe historic, or maybe? I don't know, modern. I think back. I think it's a couple back. of historic cards, obviously, but I, I, I just before you go on, Chad, I think back of how many cards in the original Innistrad that were format changing cards, such as Grizzlebrand, such as Avacyn, such as um, Deathrite Shaman. That was also one of my favorites. Ooh, Deathrite. Death, Deathrite Shaman was in, uh, was um, that uh, was in, a... in the block. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. No, it was, it was in Gate Crash. Was it really? Return to Ravnica. It was. It was. was, yes, it, was. Ravnica. If it just the artwork made it look like it, it was Golgari. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's why. But in okay. any case, Grizzlebrand in of itself. Yeah, I no, mean, there's a lot of uh, Grizzlebrand, Avacyn. A lot of the legendary creatures are just nuts. So do you think? Well, because this is also a special set. Because when this one came out, the old, the in standard at least, I know that it all rotated out. And this is what I noticed since I do play like standard almost exclusively is that when it when this set came out everything suddenly became slower it's not as quick as it used to be and there's a lot of triggers going on for each person who's playing in the standard setting at least that's what i've noticed um and that's my take on standard chad what do you think is gonna happen in the 
modern setting or historic maybe or I don't I don't honestly know if this will change modern that much. You know, there's a couple cards that are obviously the big sorcery payoffs are usually playable, you know, in a lot of things for people who don't play like super competitive modern. Um, there's certain cards, big payoff cards usually see play, especially in for, uh, more casual formats like Commander. I'm sure you'll see Storm the Festival. Um, I'm sure people will try to do like the curse deck because there's more curses in um, uh, in, the, in that format. Oh um, yeah, the curses. The curses in this one is uh is all right, right but right? The definitely surveillance is fun. Yeah, <laughs> but there's not there's not enough curse um, backing. I think in standard to see curses really see play. Okay, Some... remember that witch that makes that makes you search for a curse card or something like that, or make it makes uh, it cheaper. Yeah, yeah, no, um, like uh, actually one of there's actually on right now uh, consider is going to be. A, I'm sure that will see play in a lot of formats just because cheap cantrips that do extra things. Always, always a good deal. Um, you know, this cantrip does more than just scry. You know, consider actually lets you fill your graveyard, which a lot of decks love. So, um, I think uh, let's see, storm the festival, see play, just because it's a big fancy, put stuff into play for free card. Um, I'll tell you what I like though. Um, uh, when the when the D and D set came out, Red and Six or Red and Seven will definitely see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when the, when the D and D set came out, I was like going crazy over one card, and it's Tasha's hideous laughter. Oh yeah, no, that oh, was yeah. Play. Which is a simple. Uh, you you exile the top of the enemy's library until the mana cost of total twenty is uh, is exiled. Yep. And it's just crazy because you don't get a milk card that goes directly into exile and i was wondering this is stupid and then this set came out where if you're playing a creature deck it's almost fucking impossible to keep them off the board so yeah, i don't know tasha's hideous tasha's oh, hideous did. laughter just did a we never, we never talked about another new mechanic which one disturb uh, disturb no. yeah oh uh, or coven for that matter we didn't talk about that one either <sighs> yeah coven is so tiny though it's almost yeah, so no. few cards um no, another one that'll see play for sure is uh, uh, Tasha, whatever her name is. The, the blue... actual Tasha? No, no, sorry, not Tasha. You just said uh, the the blue wizard. Um, I can't. I just. Oh, had you mean the up. one that flips into a uh, into no, no, the one that uh, the one that gives all your no, the one that gives all your cards flashback and uncounterable. Oh wait, yeah. she'll be a, someone will run her as a commander. I'm sure. You just I got I gotta see that Dex, card. Dexter just headed up. Does she flip? Uh, on, on the back page. No, she's not a flip card. She's not a flip just card. Hit, just hit back, Dex. She, right. she was right back on the page when you... Uh, she's blue. She's a blue? Okay. Yeah, click blue. Yeah, 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 she's, yeah, I'm getting there. She's the last card of blue. <laughs> the last card of blue? Is I'm it sorry, liar? guys. Uh, this is just off yeah, point. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, a, really liar. Hard to read. that's a really hard to read card, but yeah. No, I can read that. This liar... Lear? Liar? I don't know. Yeah. Lear, Lear disciple of the drowned. Three colorless, blue, blue, legendary creature, human wizard. There's a three, four. Spells can't be countered. Each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard has flashback. Flashback cost is equal to that card's mana cost. I guarantee she will see she will see play in commander. I need, I can also I, see I, her I need to modern. buy I need to buy like a, a, a physical copy of that card just so I can uh, um Liar. Just so I can get a Unused sock. 
<laughs> okay, so with that, this is uh, this is magic in the new set, Midnight Hunt. I hope everybody can like. Uh, you know what? We got uh, we got Facebook, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit? Twitter. No Reddit yet. I'm Not still yet. working on that. We're working on that. We're working, We're on, working that on that. Right. So if anybody Patreon? tell us tell us what your favorite cards are in this set, or what cards you hate. And you can give a shit for not talking about a single white or red card, but you know what I'm gonna, you know, I'll fix that right now. At least the red part. Burn down the house. It, uh, it's a five to cast, deals five damage to each creature, or uh, create three devils that when it when they die deals one damage to any target. I was gonna talk anyway. about it, but I thought you were gonna cover it, so I I didn't bring it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's there's so much that we can do, but you know, uh, time's that up. That was gonna be your pick, so. <laughs> I tried to like be a little different, but uh, yeah. So um, that's a uh, that's a uh, that's the Instrada episode, the first one for the spook for the spoopy nights, spoopy spooktober. Our first episode Spook- of Spooktober. No, this is Spooktoberfest. 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 I, I dig that. Yeah, I just had uh, some Oktoberfest a yeah. little while ago. It was delicious. Exactly. So. Um, uh, this episode was produced to you by uh, Irie. Uh, special mention to our uh, social media. Uh, what is he Uh-oh. this time? Peasant? Uh, not, no, no, no. <laughs> they um, call him a peasant? Um, peasant. Peasant. Um, uh, Ghostbuster. Yeah, there go- you go. Ew. Okay, yeah, fine. No, fine. Okay, yeah. Our secretary. <laughs> exterminator. Exterminator. Sca- our exterminator. Scared Buster. Uh, Noi. And. Um, Special thanks to you, Chad, for joining us in this episode. Yeah, thanks for joining us. It was great. Chad. Thanks for, thanks for having you. me. Should be here more often, but we will look forward to seeing well, you. Well, every set. Next time we can we can get one of your friends to uh, also hop in. That would be interesting because you know. <laughs> um, uh, this has been just off point. We're your hosts. I'm Joe, and I'm Dexter, and we'll catch you next time when we get just a little bit off point. Happy just Halloween, the- everybody. <laughs> <laughs> A roo 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 Mark <laughs> Alright, so that was a this is a fun set I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no,